There is a lot of homeless around my building. So you'd poop on the homeless people? No, not on them. <laughs> oh. But With they have them. their little camps. I guarantee they got a little spot to poop somewhere. I'll go be homies with the homeless to poop for two minutes. About to make chubby fellas cool again. That ain't happened since Escobar. It's friends and family. Who the rest of y'all? My God. Misfits on the shame, man. That's the campaign. Man, I've been shining way before I had a change. Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of the Hooligan Hideout. Unfortunately, we are a hooligan down this week, but we do have another wonderful replacement this week. We are joined by our good friend Brandon. Oh, yo, yo, Brando. Yo. So we are very happy to have him here with us. Um, he is going to be doing some fun stuff that we are going to be talking about. Um, that's going to be the main focus of this episode. But before we get too far into that, we do have a couple announcements. Brian, would you like to take it from here? Uh, I guess I feel obligated to. Mm. Um, well, for those of you that don't know already, this past weekend, I kind of did a thing. That's like a big thing. You feel me? Yeah. Like a big, big thing. Yeah. Like changes the direction of your life. Yeah. I, I may or may not have proposed to my girlfriend, Courtney. What? Whoa. She did say yes. Well, that's, so that's good, dope. <laughs> I'm very thankful for that portion. But I think an extra bonus of like, you know, proposing to Courtney, her saying yes, like I get a, I get a wife in the future, right? I also, our, our guest today is going to be my brother-in-law. That's right. Yeah. Yes, That's right. My new brother from I wasn't, another. I wasn't sure how to like segue into that, but, <laughs> but Brandon is going to be his brother-in-law, so that is kind of cool, too. That's yeah. not why we're having him on the episode, but it is... Uh, it's just really cool timing. It is cool timing, yeah. It does work out that way. Yeah. I've always wanted a brother, but the fact... All right. That's a little sappy. We don't hey, hey, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let him be now. sappy. Let him be sappy. But another Bengals fan. Yes, oh, sir. God bless. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. That'd be dope. I'm excited. That'd be cool, even though it sucks a year, you know, doing your own life over there, but. It is what it is. I do, I do want to ask you, did you have any doubt before you asked if she would say I don't no? think, I don't, I didn't have a doubt because, um, like, that sounds stupid, confident, and I was going to say, that sounds really, <laughs> but I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I was but like, like, dang. Because I'm old. Yeah. And, like, when you date someone, when you're old, at least in my opinion, you should be dating with intention. Yeah. And not just, like, oh, this is going to be fun. No, like, I want, I'm dating for a wife. That's the whole point of me dating at 29 years old. That's kind of the same way it was with Megan and I. And, and like, obviously, Megan and I were way younger than, than you and Courtney were. Yeah. Well, are. Um, but, like, Megan and I got engaged. I was 20. I want to say I was 23. And, but even then, I mean, I, I proposed to her, but it was kind of more of just a formality. I was like, we, we're going to get married. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of how I felt, too, where it's just like me and her are both intentional from the jump. Like, hey, this is what I date for. Yeah. Nothing else. Like, not trying to put, like, this expectation, like, you're going to be it. But, like, if I'm dating you, it's because I see this as a possibility. Right. So let's see where this goes. That's good, though. And then I because mean, we have had conversations – of like, hey, if and when we do get married, like we both knew that's what we wanted. We vocalized it. So that's why I say like, I didn't have doubts. I was more in the whole process of it, more just worried about like, am I going to screw this up somehow? <laughs> like The proposal I, or the relationship? The proposal. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I feel that 100%. Because I talked to you, Christian. I talked to Brandon a little bit about it too before. I was just like the planning and all that stuff before. But like, you told me you're you're always usually like a um I gotta be big spectacles I gotta mm -hmm. make a big event out of it mm -hmm. and you got there and you're just like huh uh, what, like, what you, you want to get married <laughs> like yeah I told her because because uh, we were actually talking about it um and I told Megan I was like because she made the comment about like do you think he has a big speech like planned out or whatever and I told her I was like I had a big speech planned out <laughs> I said and I turned around and looked at you and I was like. Uh, you marry me i was like i had a speech yeah and you saw how that turned out like yeah. i'm not obviously it's like known i think both of you have heard it as like oh brian's stoic brian doesn't show emotions yeah um and i wanted to say something elaborate and something that'll mean something to her forever and so like you both have heard the story it's like you know what happened whatever but like i was on my knee and she turned around and i saw her and i froze yep 
That's the and exact I, same thing. You that know happened to when me. like you're about to get emotional and you feel your face like twitching mm-hmm. next to like on your cheeks and stuff. I felt it and I'm like, huh, huh, you marry me? That is like, that that's is all I could get verbatim, out. Verbatim, <laughs> verbatim, the exact same thing that happened to me. Yes. I legitimately like I started hyperventilating. I like my whole body washed over with nervousness, and then she turned around and like we made the connection. That's mm. what was happening, and I just I was like, huh? Yeah. Will you marry me? Just complete freeze. No, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Totally forgot all the cool stuff I was gonna do. But yeah, that's yeah. yep. And That's you normal. both like know Courtney enough to where it's she's very uh, expressive in her face. Yeah, very. And being able to see her go because like she was getting frustrated because like I was messing with her almost yeah. beforehand, where she went from frustration on a turnaround to like whoa <laughs> to like oh my goodness straight to tears. I think that worked out perfect though. The it fact did. that what Hannah was having you guys do. Oh yeah. Which wasn't is like, working out because then it was she knew it was coming that day. Well, what's but just well. What sucked is, like, I wouldn't have done it so much, like, to bother her as much. But on the yeah. second time when I was going to do it, Hannah was, like, waving because there's an old couple walking on the path behind us. I don't want them in the picture, bro. So, like, I had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the third time, I just, like, kind of, like, tugged at the side of her dress to, like, you know, I want to bother you. Just because I was already on my knee. I just, like, leaned up and was like, eh. And then, like, came back and just looked. And then that's when, like, as soon as she started to turn, I was like, oh, crap. This is real. I got to do this. Yeah. I'm like walking up, I get the nervous peas. And I was like, there's a bathroom. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. She's like, no, no. Just like wait till after this, these pictures. And I'm like, listen, oh. I'm going to pee myself. Yeah. That's what I felt like. <laughs> Little do you know, I could have. I had black jeans on. You should have. <laughs> that would made the story so much better. Just like as soon as she said yes, just let it go. Yeah. <sighs> black really? jeans better than blue. I mean, yeah, just a little bit. But so yeah, it was cool, man. I'm excited. Um, it's good. It's really awesome to have like close friends, uh, future brother-in-law, or like even just like yesterday we got to come watch fireworks for Fourth of July, and so many people from the church, and it's like our family, a big yeah. extended family, get to just yeah. say congrats and celebrate, and it's really cool to just be like showered with love. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for y'all. Thank you. You ready for this question? I am ready for. Bring it. it. Two million dollars. Never poop in a toilet again. That that gave me my two million. Like, Dude. <laughs> right, so you're asking, would I take two million dollars to never yeah. poop in a toilet again? So where where would I have to where would I have to poop from then on forward? Yeah, do we, do we have freedom? Anywhere else? Yeah, but a toilet. Yeah, just like outhouse. Nothing. Nothing. Like it has to be outdoors. But no outhouse. No, I, no outhouse. No toilet. Okay. For the rest of your life. Do I have to clean it up? No. Oh. <laughs> now, I will counter with this. You and I both work downtown. Yep. So where would you, where would you go? When I was, if I'm at work yeah. and I had to go, there is a lot of homeless around my building. So you'd poop on the homeless people? No, not on them. <laughs> oh. But with they have them. their little camps. I guarantee they got a little spot to poop somewhere. I'll go be homies with the homeless to poop for two milli. Maybe. They probably just use public restrooms. Why are you just assuming that they... <laughs> you think they walk, like, in the middle of the night, they got to take a dump. You think they're going to go find somewhere that's open? Maybe. Nah, I'm just taking a dump in the woods, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I say woods loosely. Woods loosely. To be loosely. fair, I don't know exactly where your office is, but, like, I know I'm not close to any woods where I can we just have, go. We have, so literally right across the street next to the freeway, uh-huh. the entrance, there is this big grassy area that's like fenced in and i swear there's at least six different sets of tents and there's like they're not trees but they're bushes growing up to the height of like a small tree so what makes you think that the homeless people are just gonna let you come over there and poop in their yard yeah you gotta earn that yeah like what makes you think that you're just gonna be able to walk over there and be like what's up guys i'm gonna take a dump real fair fair question you're gonna get stabbed is what's gonna happen i'll go poop in the corner of the parking garage Well, to be fair, actually, to counter all this, to counter my own counter, you have $2 million. So, like, you don't necessarily have to work anymore if you play it right. Nah. Yeah. I can just, like, if invest in real estate, right. bro. And then go live off the grid, relatively. Get a bunch of land. Yeah. I can go poop in the woods somewhere. That's true. Yeah. I don't think I'm taking the two mil. Really? Yeah. Although, at what point does that become your bathroom and then you have to counter? He said no toilet. Oh, that's true. He said no toilets. All right. So, yeah. No toilet, no aha. It has to be like no quote unquote civilized. Yeah. So you're just like squatting. Yeah. 
That's it. Think about all the inconvenience. I'm 25, dude. I got a lot of time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of time, especially when you're getting older. Hold on. I have a real, like, I know I'm confident, like, I'm taking that two milli, but (laughs) what about the times where you get that food, like someone that just had food poisoning? What about those times where, like, you just can't stop going? That's I mean, the luxury of a toilet. At that point, like, it's going to be easier because it's well, just like... Well, hold on. Like, okay. So if you got, like a, like, a raw mass exit coming up quick. Yeah. I'm trying to use some good verbiage here. Yeah. And it's in liquid form. Yeah. It's going to splatter on your feet, bro, because you oh, don't no have doubt. porcelain to, like, enclose it. At that point, you just get in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know... you out, though? I mean, yeah, it grosses me out, but, like, what choice do I have? <laughs> I understand the situation that I was in during that, that couple days. And, like, the fluid that was leaving my body could go down, could go, could go down the, the drain. It was, it was thin enough, you know what I'm saying? So, like, at that point, if I had to, I'm just going to get in the shower because I'm like, what else am I supposed to do? Does it? Okay, that's fair. It would that's probably fair. feel better knowing you have two mil, too. Yeah. You wouldn't feel as disgusting of a human. No. <laughs> I wouldn't feel disgusting at all. Like, pooping on yourself? If I had to, and I'm in the shower, like, if I've got water on me, then I'm actively cleaning myself, and I'm like, I'm sick, that's and, fair. like, I just I gotta, I gotta sick, deal yeah. with this situation. Yeah. Nah, that doesn't make me feel that's gross. Fair. So you're taking, the, you're taking the two mil. Oh, I mean, oh. every situation, I'm taking the two million dollars. I'm thinking of, like, Ohio State games. Bengals games, like drive. Like, I just took a long road trip. All the inconvenience, dude. I don't know. Dude, yeah. road trips will make it easier. You can just pull over on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, road trips. Yeah, but then you sure. get a ticket for indecent exposure. Not if you don't take your pants all the way off. He just said you got to poop in the woods. He didn't say you got to drop your trousers completely. I mean, fair. You ain't got to be like wiener wiggling. Like, you can just, <laughs> just drop it enough to go and. Oh, man. Keep some wipes on you. Keep a portable bidet, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, a squirt gun. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a, a, a butthole super soaker. <laughs> All oh. I'm thinking about is if Pastor Russ was still coming on for our next episode. Oh, and, and we would have had this. It. Follow it. Follow it. Follow this. Yeah. Followed by oh, and it'd be so like intellectual oh, and great. deep. And then it's this. <laughs> oh, that would. I'm, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, is he that'd been fantastic. He was going to be, but he had something come up. He was going ah. to, yeah. And so it would have been like this conversation about like butthole super soakers. <laughs> and then the next episode would have been like spiritual actual, stuff. Like, spiritual yeah. conversation. Because yeah. the- <laughs> what we had planned with him was like a deeper conversation. <laughs> of course. And as you should. You can't go from this to that. I, I, I mean, we absolutely you can. can. But it's like if someone's binging it, bro. Arguably, that's the whole point of this podcast it is, it is, is to be able to jump. We're from all over things. the place. Which, I mean, we're going to jump from this conversation to a more spiritual conversation. But still, I mean. Yeah. That's kind of the, that's kind of our whole shtick. But you gotta have yeah. some fun. You do, you do. Exactly. So you said you're not taking the two milli, or you are? I don't think I am. I think I'm gonna ask, I think I'm gonna ask Pastor Russ that same question. Oh, will you please? It's a stump, sure. Yeah. It's a stumper of a question. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, real quick before we start. I was supposed to ask him a question and I forget. Someone gave me a loaded question to Could ask. Did you know him. who it was? No. Oh man, that's. Do you even know the question? No. He just said he didn't know the question. Oh. <laughs> I thought you asked who, who told you the question. I, I was going to say, if he knew who asked him the question, then he could just ask uh, them what the question it was. It was that Pastor Russ liked someone, like a, a band or something, that I did not expect. Oh. And I'm so upset that I forgot and did it. I should have known to write it down. This is my brain. If I don't write it down, I forget it. Is it somebody who's in Tell. the Discord? No, it's uh, someone here at church, but that's a lot of people. Yeah, there's quite yeah, I can't just there, go person there is to person quite a few like, people in do the you church. have a question that you gave me to ask Pastor Russ at one point? <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, it's somebody who's at the church who listens to the podcast. I don't know if they listen to the podcast even. Oh, okay. Well, I think it was just someone I was in conversation with, and Russ came up, and they were like, "You should ask." You him should this ask question? Russ this question and see how he reacts. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I'm so mad right now. Do you guys think that you'll ever um, like evolve to where you'll video your podcast? We've actually talked about it. Um, eventually we would, we would like to, we've talked about like what camera we would use. Yeah. Um, Hunter has said that he has a camera that we might be able to use. Um, so probably eventually, uh, we're just kind of figuring out how we would do that, where we would do it, um, stuff like that. So eventually probably about videotaping, like videoing it is like last episode that just aired. 
So what date was that? The last day of July? July 30th? That was bad, bad. The one with, that was episode 10, right? Uh, yeah, that was yes. our centennial. Not centennial. Yes. So episode 10 yeah. came out. The only thing that would be bad about videoing is I wouldn't be able to do what I did in episode 10, which was we were recording two episodes back to back, and I had a lot of water. And I, as we were talking about zombies, I write out a text to Christian and just show it to him. And I run across the freaking building to go to the bathroom real quick and come back in the middle of a conversation. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? You because then to... it's like awkward and you see, no, you see someone not. get up and leave. No, it's not. Then People you, had no this idea. This is what you do. You go, hey, I'll be right back. I got to pee. And then you just sprint out of the screen. <laughs> that's funny. And then they see me come back and go, <gasps> they yeah. see me like gasping for yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. That's what you call contextual humor. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. It wouldn't be as sneaky though. Exactly. Yeah. Then that's what we call cut that out, turn it into a vertical video, and put a it little, on TikTok. Short, you know one. what I'm saying, buddy? A little short. Yeah. yeah. Like the like the David one from Hunter. That's in the Discord. <laughs> uh, that's in the soundboard, the bro. Poop one you can from just click you. that, and it's on yeah. the soundboard. That was a good time. That was a good one. A soundboard yeah. would be fun here too. We have one oh. in the Discord. Oh, really? Well, like, yeah. During the podcast, would be kind of fun every now and then. Too. Oh, yeah. As long as we didn't overuse it. Yeah, the overuse would. I don't know. That's very like uh, mid two thousands radio show. Oh, very. Maybe for an episode though. Just like have one person that doesn't that doesn't talk but only hits the soundboard. <laughs> That'd be That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. I feel like a themed episode like that, not necessarily like a topic. But do it. Do it when we have video. So yes, the person, so like everybody can see the person hitting the button. Most definitely. So there's just like somebody in the back with like a stream deck, and like somebody <laughs> sees something and just goes. And then they have the like reaction. They got the stupid grin as they're getting ready to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be funny. I like That'd that be idea. Good. That's what do you, what do you think about like a themed episode? Do you think that's something we could do, or would we have to wait for video? What do you mean? I themed? feel like it's vague. I don't know because like uh, he brought up like some like the like old a Halloween themed episode. Where I mean, we sure like, that could be a possibility, or just like it's a sports Brian one and or a Christian video game Hunter, one. but we're ghosts. <laughs> Like what's but I feel like a theme, if we could figure out a way to work that out, that'd be kind of cool. If it's possible. But I feel like it mostly would be possible with video. I would need you to explain more, but that's... The, when, it, when the the thought forms in my brain completely, I'll fill you in. All right. Sounds good. So until then, we're going to leave it like right here. All right. We'll put a pin in it. Circle back. Circle back. Circle back. Yeah. All right. Cool. On God. Yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Into it. Yeah, anymore? You got keep keep it coming. No, that was it? No. You froze. I don't know what else to say. I said what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. On God. On God. Respectfully. Uh, <laughs> just repeat them over again. <laughs> All oh, right. Um, so obviously, crazy. we've introduced Brandon. <clears throat> Did we? People know his name. What's his gonna, last name? Uh, Do you want to say your last name? No, thank okay. you. Yeah, see? Brandon's enough. Brando. <laughs> I got to, what, what's your real name? It's what's in my phone. Oh, wait, you have a nickname oh, for him in your phone? Yeah. I can't remember what it is. B-Dog? It's B-Dog McHankles. Big dog McHankles. McHankles? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's McHankles. I know it's Hankles. At least. I hear, it is not I because hear, I have Kankles. I was say, it sounds like you say Mike Hankles really quick. <laughs> yeah. McHankles. You got some Hankles over there, Brandon? Nope. Oh, no, it's just Hankles. B-Dog oh. Hankles. B-dog I'm going to add the Mick because Mick sounds it, good. It does sound better. B-Dog, B-dog Hankles. Mick Hankles. And then your, your, your photo in there, I'll post in the Discord. <laughs> uh, but your photo in there is the, remember when we were going around the group and doing the, like, Oh, it's I just super it's the yeah. one where you look like the alien. I just came across that photo the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. and Brian's is a in my phone is the the point five of him like from his head down. Yep. I legit look like Mega Mind. Oh yeah, it's rough, dude. It's a sticker in the Discord. It is it's called Mega Mind Brian. Beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> B Dog uh, McHankles. B Dog McHankles. What you up to, man? What's yeah. what's going on in your life? Anything big going on soon? Um, yeah, I'm moving. You're moving across the country. Whoa! To Arizona. Okay, where in Arizona? I'll be living in Tempe, which nice. is basically inside of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I went out there in January of this year, and just as a trip to visit my cousin, and really, really enjoyed it. I had no intentions of going there, saying, "Ooh, I'm gonna move to Arizona." But when I came back, it's all I was thinking about. And yeah. I was like, you know, I've lived with my parents for the past little over a year, just saving money for I didn't know what. 
I was like, there's a good opportunity for me to like move out there if I wanted to. So I prayed on it and my cousin reached back out and said she was going back out in March. And so we did another two week trip and I just prayed this <clears throat> very specific prayer of God, I need you to open doors that need to be opened, but just as importantly, close doors that need to be closed. And when I was out there, he just kept opening doors of the sermon that I heard and a friend that I met out there had a place for me to stay and could get me a part-time job for when I move out there. So it just became very obvious that this isn't something that I personally just want to do myself, but that God has shown me that he needs me to be a part of. So it's super exciting, but there's a lot more emotions than yeah. I thought would be going on. Like I, at first I was just excited, but there's sadness in the goodbyes. And then I also feel like some guilt for leaving my family mm. too, that I didn't expect to be there. Um, but one thing that's helped a lot is shout out Sloan because she's moving to Slovakia literally four days after I'm leaving. So we've been able to relate on a kind of level that both of our lives are pretty much parallel right now. So yeah. that's been a huge help for me to just be able to relate to somebody. It's, yeah. it's weird just relating to somebody how much that. Such a specific like, you guys are going through literally the exact same thing. Like, yeah. two different locations. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the distance. You guys are both leaving your friends and family right. to follow something that you feel like God has put in your life. Exactly. So, yeah. Which, I mean, is a super big deal. Like, I said it to Sloan in our group, but it 100% applies to you as well. Like, that is such a humongous, like, undertaking to, to uproot your life like that and, and say, like, I feel like God's pushing me here. Yeah. And to, to literally just obey that and be like, all right, let's do it. You know, that's that's insane. I can't confidently say that I would do that. Even if I wasn't married and didn't have a kid, I can't right. confidently say I could do that as a single guy. So Yeah, growing up, it's like I always found these places that, oh, I want to move there. This would be so cool to move there. And then it's not until you actually try to make it happen you realize – uh, maybe I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe I should just go visit. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just go take a vacation. Yeah, it becomes very real, and it's it's not the... I ease up on saying that now when I see cool places, like, oh, I want to live there, because I probably don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, I mean, I agree. I echo everything Christian just said, that it's exciting, that it's an honor, that, I mean, you're being called to something by God directly to go do something over there. And I know you talked to me a little bit about you feeling called out there do you feel like there's anything specific you may be being called out for or what it felt like when god was just like hey i'm putting this on your heart heavy to go out there most definitely um one is for the community that i found out there that's something i've really struggled with as i grow in my relationship with god it's just moving away from old relationships and into new i would say the only like really good community I have is a circle that I've joined with both of you and all these other people. And it's been a huge blessing for me and probably wouldn't be moving. I would say if it weren't, if I didn't get involved in this. So I think the community aspect of it, God is just wanting me to be rooted in faith driven people. And then also the church that I went to down there is something, Oh, I just have this feeling that that's, I'm going to be serving there and I've reached out to the pastor and <clears throat> they said they're looking for drummers and I drum a little bit. So it'd be cool to get involved in that. Um, but community in the church, I think is a big part of why I feel led out there. And I don't know what that looks like, but that's kind of exciting. And I feel like that's going to be, be a big journey of my faith built. And like, I don't know what you have for me, but I'm going and we're going to see how this goes. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. And I agree with Christian. Like, I don't think I'd be able to make that decision where it's like not recently engaged, not dating someone seriously. Would I be able to make the decision like, yep, yeah, let's just uproot and go? Because like the cousin I just went to Nashville with, he did that. Like he went, he's moved so many times. Like he grew up on the West Coast like I did, lived in Ohio for a good portion of his life when he was going through high school, middle school. And then once he got to adulthood, he bounced and went to Myrtle Beach. And then went from there down to Florida went from there to Tennessee and that's where he still is 
I always look at him like, bro, how do you do this? <laughs> like it's nothing. Because once I find community, it's hard for me to leave it. Yeah. Or once yeah. I find a comfort, it's hard for me to leave it. I think there's definitely times in my life where I could have done that. Like, and I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not saying that I couldn't have, but like all the way across the country, man, like that's, that's a big deal. But I'm, I will say I'm really, really happy that you've got a church already out there that, yep. that you're in conversation with. You've got at least a community of some sort that you're talking to. Yep. Um, but also, you know, you've already got a community here as well. Right. And so, you know, God forbid you get out there, you spend a year out there and it's just not what you thought it was going to be. And you got to come back here. You want to come back here. God calls you back here. However it works out, you can still come back to, to mm -hmm. a healthy community back here. But another thing too is like, say that something does happen out there and, and you decide to come back. Like maybe that's what God called you out there to do. Maybe yeah. God didn't call you out there to spend the rest of your life out there. Yeah. You know, maybe God called you out there to make an impact in someone's life for a year and then come back. Um, or maybe God called you out there to live the rest of your life out there. Right. Who knows, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that's one thing that I've really been, I don't want to say struggling with it because it's not something I've really been struggling with, but, like, accepting the fact that, like, God sometimes uses you in weird ways and mm. doesn't use you in ways that you necessarily are the the focus and sometimes you're not the good guy in somebody's story and sometimes you're not mm. the protagonist for lack of a better term and yeah. sometimes you're the tool you know not you're not a tool you're the tool <laughs> right. um, and yeah. you know what I mean so like I think definitely with you going into it having a different type of support structure out there it's it's going to be important to kind of keep that in mind that, yeah. like, you are out there because of God, but you might not be the protagonist. You might not be the main character and all of that. Mm. Um, not saying that you view yourself as that, but you know what right. I mean. Like you said, it's it's nice to know that I have community here and something to come back to. There's, like, that small safety net of, yeah. like, okay, if this all goes down the drain, I can come back. And it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So yeah. to have that is a blessing. And you have, isn't one of your cousins out there too? Yes. My cousin works at GCU. And another one of my cousins is moving down there a few months after me. So <clears throat> it's not only that I made friends down there. I also have a little bit of family. So yeah. it feels very comfortable. Which is good that you aren't like completely abandoning family. Because I know how close you guys are. Dude. Yeah. And <laughs> how hard it probably is. That You talked a lot about just the emotions that you're feeling of goodbyes and i know it's not just church people it's not just people at work but it is a large part like your family what is like i know the one that stuck out to me that you mentioned was like you feel almost a guilt leaving explain that because i'm curious what you mean by that yeah i think i'm still searching that i talked to courtney about it yesterday <clears throat> literally kind of asking her to answer it for me <laughs> I was like, why do I feel this guilt in it? When you live with your family, like move back in for almost two years, I think you just get so rooted in like helping them out when you can. And if they need you, you're there for them. And that's where I think it might, like I'm just not there in person for them. Or if something bad happens, you can't help them get through it. And vice versa, when something good happens, you can't share that moment with them. And just hearing them constantly say like how much they'll miss me and it's like yeah. uh, I'm sorry I'm doing this but you know at the same time they understand that it's God driven and mm -hmm. they're very happy and very supportive so I don't yeah. want to make it seem like they're not but yeah it's a weird feeling I didn't expect to feel guilt yeah but. I guess I definitely just like obviously I haven't met your parents but like <clears throat> I, I know your sister pretty well and like I definitely have heard stories about your parents and it seems like your family is is definitely a family that would support you like one hundred percent on something like this. So. Indubitably, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> so, a word! What a word! So that is that is good. I'm I'm thankful for that. So yeah, I'm like it's me sitting back and thinking of the little history that I do know of your family. I feel like there are bits and pieces of your family that do like obviously you have cousins, a cousin already out there, a cousin moving out with you. But even if it's just for a college time, like I feel like a lot of your family has moved. Like, I've heard of your family members going to Asbury, which was, yeah. like, out of state, completely away. 
they meet significant others down there and come back up here with them. It seems like it's almost not like a normal thing, I'm not going to say. That's like a bold statement, I feel like. But your family is very comfortable when God calls you somewhere, they follow. Yeah, I think it's more of like where God calls them mm-hmm. instead of like just moving around. Because I, I never really thought of our family. I've always thought of them being in Lancaster, honestly. Yeah. But when you say it like that, I think our I'm just so blessed to have a family that listens to God and wherever they need to go, they do. But yeah, that's a big, I kind of just realized that as you said that, like, <laughs> yeah, they kind of do move around a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Like I said, I just have one family member that bounces around just wherever he wants to go. And a lot of times it's like work related. So he follows the work and I get it because he works with airplanes and like he does where the money is. Right. I respect the dude. And he has like something like celebrities that have come through his work, like their private airplanes is dope. I'm a little jealous because it would be kind of cool. Just a little. Just a little. Like <laughs> big names, bro. I'm like, all right, I want to fight you a little bit, but like next time get an autograph. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think it's really cool that like your family does, is so willing to follow that call. Whether yeah. it be a temporary mission trip, I know like you just had family go on a mission trip <laughs> um, or a move. It's, I feel like, in my opinion, all three of us, when we think of a family that we want to cultivate, like that's a family we want to cultivate. It's like whatever God is calling us to, we're going to sit in it, we're going to listen, and we're going to go. It, yep. That's just super cool for me, like looking outside in and like, hey, I get to have a small part of that family. I'm stoked for it. Yeah, dude. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I had another question. And I just lost it. Dang it. You're 0-2 today. I man. am 0-2 today. Yeah, any questions you can't keep in, man. Yo, I, my brain is everywhere. Got that, that beep boop brain beep going boop. on today. <laughs> in and out. It's it's rough today, bro. Now I feel that though. Like I feel like the last oh probably two months or so, it's just been like I just want a family that is in tune, you know, with what God wants us to do, and like. I feel like Megan and I are finally getting to that point where, like, mm. we've shaken off that, well, this is just what my mom does. Well, this is just what my dad does. This is just what our family was. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I feel like both of us are finally, like, this is what we do, you know? And, like, this is what we are doing. And so, I like, I was thinking a lot about it yesterday um, and and a lot about it today because I did a lot of driving today, so I had a lot of time to myself. <laughs> and um, so just, like, sitting there thinking about it, and I was just like, you know, this is this is the, the standards, for lack of a better term, that I want to set. And so, yeah, you know, your, your family and you specifically are a great example of just, like, screw it. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. You know, this is what I feel pulled to do, yeah. and God's got me, however it turns out. Like, mm. that's... Super, super uh, inspirational. Like, not even going to lie to you. Thank not you. even just, like, patting you on the back for the funds of it. I appreciate that. I what? remember my question. All right. Are you, do you want to ask some real quick? I was just going to say, like, what a process that is, though. Oh, to, yeah. like, start thinking your own way, not how you were growing up. I mean, I'm still working on that and probably will oh, be yeah. for a very long time. So. And that's – we're going to talk about it. I guess I still got to take a lot of notes, but – yeah. It's, it's, it's something we're going to touch on because that's, we talked about that being a form of deconstruction mm. and that being a form of healthy deconstruction. Yeah. And how does that compare to, you know, cultural deconstruction nowadays? So did we'll you get and, to it. Did you and Megan grow up pretty similar? No. No. Totally yeah. different. So that's, <laughs> totally that's different. even a little more tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally different upbringings. Um, so, well, I wouldn't say totally. We both grew up in the church, but two very different churches. Gotcha. So. I think the question I just wanted to like, well, not, I was more asking you if you wanted to like fill the listeners in or I just wanted like also hype you up in a bit. So we had an episode where we essentially said like what our faith means to us. And it was almost like a testimonial. I'm not asking you to give your whole testimony. I'm not doing that. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. We want to know what your biggest sin was and, and how you overcame it. Yeah. Okay, and how you overcame it. it. And, um, <laughs> But just like, obviously, I've seen a lot of growth in you in the last year and a half that I've been around. And whether it be just personal growth, whether it be spiritual growth, um, it's been really exciting on my end to see it as a friend, but also as like someone who leads your small group. I think that's what we all like 
as someone who leads a group, that's what you want. Like you with your kids and in youth, yeah. you want to be able to see like, oh, that kid's growing. Yeah. That guy's growing. And I'm excited that I get to watch it. Not even that I have something to do with it, that I get to be front and center mm-hmm. to see it. And it's like, I love this for you. So um, do you want to talk to me about how like you got back into your faith? I and, would, like got yeah. more serious. About, I don't want to say get back into it like you left it, but got more serious with it. And just what that's looked like and then brought you to this point now where you're just taking a big leap for God. For one, I did leave it. (laughs) But, um, and I don't know where I'll go with this, but yeah, I grew up in faith, Christian school, always in church. Um, And then freshman year, I switched from Fairfield Christian to Bloom Carroll. And that's when I went, (laughs) That's where I just... Public school centers. Yep, yep. They got me. They got me, darn it. But um, I was just, I wanted to fit in so bad, and that's exactly what I did. So I like to like call it as I was just, for the longest time, and this is what I'm trying to get out of now, but I just called myself like a human chameleon. I would just people please like crazy. And once you do that for a really long time, you struggle to know who you are. Like when you sit in your room, you're like, uh, who am I? So. Yeah. Throughout like sophomore year to senior year and then a few years after that was just me doing my own thing. And it wasn't until Courtney got into X Church, found herself and her relationship with God, and then she started bugging me. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to go to church? No. But she would ask me the next week. I'd say no. And then she'd keep asking to a point to where I was like, I feel bad. Like, we're living in the same house, and she's leaving every morning, and maybe she just wants to spend time with me, and so I just said yes, and I went, and it was all right. Like, I know a lot of faces from school when I first came here, and a lot of faces I didn't want to reconnect with and see, but then I kept coming, like, once a month, twice a month, a little more, and then it really, honestly, wasn't until I got rooted in our circle where I grew like dude I feel on fire for Jesus and it feels it feels so good I really don't recognize my old self and you have been a huge part of that and just everybody speaking throughout the circle I think that's where I truly found out how important community is yeah I did not realize that and just looking back I was I was so isolated and just such a small friend group it's like we need community and for people, one, to hold you accountable, but to also hear other people's stories. And just, like I said earlier, relate. Like, to relate to somebody helps so much. So that's basically just the gist of how that's all gone for me. But thank you, honestly, to both of you just for being there for me and being in our circle. And, and I need it just as much as you do. Yeah, <laughs> I can say same. the same stuff about you. Same. You know, like... Literally, uh, what you just said is I could say the same thing. Obviously, different schools and different grades, but right. same thing. You know, I, I went to Christian school growing up and didn't go to Christian school that much and then kind of just fell out of it. And next thing I know, I, yeah, yeah, was staring at the mirror like, who am I? What yeah. am I doing? You know, and it took years, but it was X. It was starting to go to X and it yeah. was. Literally just the past three years, just sitting here with a religious pickaxe, just breaking (laughs) all of those walls down. And it wasn't until I started to get to the walls and I started to realize that they were church walls that I was breaking down. And Mm. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, these are different. And that's where it started to get a little weird. Um, But it's been it's been a ride. So I feel you, man. Same same page. Yeah. I think it's super cool for me to hear that your story as a whole because you use a term that I use, but use it very differently. Mm-hmm. I always used to like say I was a chameleon, that I could blend in anywhere as if it was a good thing. Mm. But when every time I've heard you say that, it's like convicting for me. Interesting. Because the way I view it is like I don't care. Given this, I use this term a lot more before I got saved or when I got saved, so early. But it was like, I don't care if you're just the most redneck individual or 
straight from overseas, you barely are learning English, or whatever in that spectrum that you are of ethnicity or race, I didn't care. Like, I was going to find a way to blend in. I was going to find a way to relate and, like, be your friend. And I used that as, like, it was a good thing. And, like, every time he says that, I'm like, was I just continually, that's not a word, continually change, yeah, con yeah, changing who I was to fit that person's narrative? Was I changing my morals, my values, my tendencies, my habits to make them happy and make me fit in? I've thought about that so much because I look at it now with my faith walk. It's like, I don't want to be a chameleon. Yeah. I don't want to be at all. I want to be who God made me to be. I want to be able to connect with people, yes, but I don't want who I am to change. I want to walk into a situation like, say, I mean, we talked about it one time when uh, someone submitted, a or Isaac submitted a question about like going to parties. Mm -hmm. And we all took it as like, well, why would someone want to go party? And I got to talk to him after we answered that. Yeah. And his is ministry. Yeah. Like he, he goes into those his, moments. His explanation as to why he goes to parties, I was like, oh man, like I really, really like the yes. way he does that. I want to be able to do something like that and have the same face in a bar ministering to someone as I do in, as a church on Sunday. Which, and I will say this, just to give an example as to how much my, my faith has changed even from that episode, is like back then, mm -hmm. I could... Kind of, you know, be like, yeah, sure, I could probably go into a bar and, like, have a, a conversation or a relationship with someone like that. Now I can honestly say, like, just because of the experiences that I've had from then to now, that if I were to go in there and touch, like, have a touch point with someone and be able to sit there, like, I have had such experiences with God and such experiences with Jesus in these last couple of weeks that I could literally just sit there and talk about it, not because I want so much for them to come to church, but because I just want them to experience what I have. Yeah. And it's like seeing it from that point of view now, I'm like, yeah, no, I totally get where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. It's not a, you're going in there to recruit. It's a, I'm going in there because I just want you to experience what I've experienced. Mm. And like, now that I have that point of view, what I'm working through now is I get frustrated when people don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to, I have to process that. But, um, and yeah, now I totally get it because yeah. when I first heard that, I was like, that's super noble and I like that, but like I could never, never do that. And now like looking back at it, I'm like, dude, yeah, like that's freaking sweet. Like it that is. is so cool of him. It's super cool too. And Brandon, like, I think of like, <clears throat> talk about having like this fire for Jesus right now and you are on fire. Like you're just all for anything and everything. Have you been able to use like what God has done in you? with that fire and be able to spread the gospel to like coworkers, friends that may not know Jesus. Have you used little tidbits or have you had opportunities? Like if someone asked you because they've seen a change? Um, I don't think somebody's like seen the change and been like, yo, what's this about? Like, I'm trying to get on what you're on, but <laughs> like, I don't think it's gone to that extent, but it's definitely made me open up in my work atmosphere of a lot of times we're driving and so that's just a lot of time to get to know only three other people on my team. So yeah. <clears throat> I've been more out there of just like, dude, would you go to church with me? And the answer was no. But <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'd probably make fun of you guys if I went. And I'm like, whatever, dude. But if you ever wanted to go, like, reach out. And yeah. I would have never said that three months ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I think I've planted seeds, but I haven't gone any farther with that yeah. but it's just cool to just be open i think actually i'm not gonna go there because i think i lost my train of thought <laughs> but once it pops up i'll get into it all right cool i i, I always love that i'd probably make fun of you guys just like yeah that's i, I make fun of myself all the time too that's fine mm -hmm. yeah. you know like that that train of thought has always kind of made me laugh even before i got like this into church and stuff like that like I don't know. Not not to be mean, but like that kind of just proves that you don't really understand Christianity because <laughs> mm. like that's kind of the point. <laughs> it's like yeah. we know that we're not part of it. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm just really excited, man. Oh yeah. I'm geeked up. <laughs> I'm glad, man. Like that's so cool. <clears throat> I remember when you first started coming with Courtney and um, first the first thing I noticed was how much y'all look alike. 
like, <laughs> that's so great. Dang. Everybody says that. Dude. Everybody. I was Everybody. Like, that just looks like Courtney with short hair. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. No offense, Courtney. <laughs> and a beard. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't necessarily have a beard though either. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And uh, but then like you know, you started coming around like off and on, and like we got to have a couple conversations and whatnot. And like I was like, this guy's this guy's kind of cool. Like I'd like to get to know him. And then you started coming to to groups and whatnot. And I was like, bet like this guy's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. And so. And then I finally like got to know you pretty good, and you're like, all right, I'm leaving, I'm going to Arizona. And I'm like, freaking great, all right. Yeah. Freaking turd. I'm glad I decided to be friends with this dude just so we can leave. Yeah. Just like everybody else in my life. Hey, I'm not leaving. No, not yet. What? What? Don't? Okay, I mean, I guess that's a fair point. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just messing. There's no plans of that, sir. I'm sure he didn't plan to go to Arizona either. Yeah, valid. That's facts. Uh-huh. Valid. That's what I'm saying. I mean. Duly noted, if the Lord calls me somewhere, I will follow. But at the moment, I got nothing. I'm pretty I'm rooted. So, I'm just kidding. Just, just kidding. I'm just messing around. You gonna, are you gonna like? So when you get out to Arizona, how do you think life will look differently? Like, do you think your activities will change? Like your free time? Do you think you'll still like? I mean, just a shameless plug. Like Brandon makes rugs. Yeah, shout out Beesky Studios. Can I do that? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Beesky Studios on Instagram. I'll make you a rug. They're dope. I yes, want sir. one still. Do you still have the E31? Yeah. you sell that one? You still have the yeah. E31? It's dope. That's, that's, my, that's my dream car. How yeah. much is that? E31? 160. 160? Yeah, they're yeah. pretty dope. I so, like that E31. The E31's dope. Well, like, that look the same. Will it change? You still going to, like, be goaded on Rocket League out there in Arizona? Definitely not goaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dwindling down. Oh, you're coming down to my level finally? Yep. Oh, yep. I bet. Figured it was about time. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably hike some more. There's so many trails. I feel like there's so much more to do out there for free. Mm. Like, swim, go to lakes, hike. Mm, yeah. I dig it. Bit of a lifestyle change, like just more outdoors. It's going to be weird around Christmas, though. Yeah. Like, wintertime, all I've known is snow. Ohio for 25 years. So that's going to be weird. Just Is it like, uh, obviously I'm not super familiar with Arizona. Um, is it pretty much dry everywhere? Um, yeah, you do get some snow up north though. Like, is, which, but is where you are, is it pretty much just going to be like, oh yeah, it's dummy dirt. dry, dummy it's hot. It's dirt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, straight dirt. dirt that's kind of neat though. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. It'll just like give you a different aspect or different view of what it can look like across the country. For sure. The one thing I know I'll miss because I missed it for two weeks there is grass. <laughs> Dude, True. I literally yeah. missed grass. I, I forgot like, about I that. I need to touch grass. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Whenever we get online now and tell someone they need to touch grass, we're going to think of Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's going to be like, I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I literally <laughs> can't. He'll, he'll hit champion again in Rocket League, and I'll be like, bro, go touch grass. <laughs> I got to drive six hours north. <laughs> Yeah. The nearest grass to me is another state. <laughs> I love that. Are you bringing your golf clubs out there? Are you keeping those? <laughs> Without a doubt. I bet, because the views on those golf courses are going to be great, I bet. Scenic views are going to be amazing. I literally just want to go out there just to golf. Well, we'll see. Like, have you ever been to Vegas? Uh, literally before I was five, so I don't remember okay, it. So you don't, have you ever been like that part of the country? I've been to Idaho once. Twice. All right, so since. that's not even <laughs> That's the closest I got, bro. I'm not Closest. talking just the West. I'm talking like the desert, like Mojave nope. area. Nope. Okay. So like that part, like I'm assuming Arizona is similar, but in te or Texas and Vegas, like it's hot, but because it's so dry, it doesn't feel as hot as it is. Mm -hmm. And so like when we were walking around Vegas, like it was like 115 degrees outside, but because it was windy and like 0% humidity, it felt like it was like 75. Idaho is low key the same. So like I left Idaho at three, four in the afternoon last time I left out there and I flew. And it was like a warm day, but I was pretty chill, like shorts and a t-shirt. I was a little toasty, but whatever, it was fine. I got to Ohio at 10:30 p.m. and it was hotter here at night because of the humidity. Yeah. Like I walked off and I was like, bruh, take yeah. me back. Well, and it was weird because it's like reverse in Ohio. It says it's like, you know, 75, but feels like 90. Yeah. yeah. It's the reverse in Vegas. It says like 115 feels like 75. Uh, yeah. And, like, there were signs everywhere, like, drink water mm -hmm. because you do not realize how hot it is. Yep. 
And it's like people are passing out all over the place because they don't realize that it's 110 degrees because you're in a freaking desert. And out there, you can actually go in shade and feel cooler. Yeah. Ohio, you can't. Yeah. You're just screwed. Yeah, that you're just not getting burnt. You anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only difference. But the, and that's what's wild is like you're like, oh, I'm in the desert, and like, but the breeze is cool because mm-hmm. it's not carrying any moisture. Like yep. it's it was nutty. I was like, I could live here year round, bro. It's comfortable <laughs> in the summer, even though it's 110 degrees. Like this is great. Yeah. So. That's such a weird aspect. I, I love it. It's the one thing everybody says. Like, I love but it. But it's oh, a it's dry so heat. But at least it's dry, so mm. you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I always heard that, like, it's a dry heat. I was like, yeah, okay, dry heat, whatever. And then I experienced dry heat, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm. That's a real thing. And then I realized it's not the heat that I hate. It's, it's the, the humidity. humidity. Yep. <laughs> Preach. So Could super- never go and live in Florida, bro. I don't think I've talked about him since, like, the first episode when he talked about uh, – recognizing someone by the smell of their farts <laughs> bro but my stepdad ain't no way anytime he says it's the first thing we talked about first, those first questions anytime he talks about hum- humidity it's man the humdiddy's way up i'm like <laughs> mike that's not what it is bro i have a friend of mine um who says remember instead of remember oh he that hurt my brain the, he switches the n and the m that hurt my brain um remember remember brandy do you have anyone you can identify by the smell of their farts Mm. I bet you do. You just don't realize yeah, it. Yeah, I think I do. I just yeah. definitely not saying their names. <laughs> oh, we did. He'll tell us off the podcast. We said it. Oh yeah, we I definitely all said it oh, was yeah. me and him both said he said dad, I said stepdad, yep. and Hunter said Marty. With an honorable <laughs> mention of Jesse. Why have I never thought about that though? I don't like for some reason, like it's always my dad's cars is the reason. Because <laughs> so like, your dad just has musty car- farts smelling cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. So his, <laughs> I don't know about his current cars because like, because <laughs> obviously I don't spend as much time oh. with him as I did growing up. But like, bro, I talked about it in the podcast. I remember he had this Buick Park Avenue, bro, and it was he had it had pleather seats. And oh my god, he ripped butt in it so many times that like you would sit down because he let me drive it every once in a while. Yeah, because I was like learning to drive during that yeah. period of time and like had my license and whatnot. And like you would sit down in the driver's seat and like just smelled like musty farts. That boy stank. I saw uh, it was either like a TikTok, Instagram, or something, but it was like those stupid still shots, which is just a screenshot, but they wanted to make a video. Yeah, yeah. And it was of a Reddit thread. Where some dude was like, hey, I've had a gaming chair for like yeah. oh my tw- God. 12 months. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yep, I saw that one. It's really starting to stink. Yep, like parts and yep, the, yep, Someone yep, was yep. like, bro, that's a hygiene issue, not a chair yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how long you have a chair. It should yeah. not smell Listen, like that. Listen, <laughs> I'm just being 100 with you. I've had a computer chair for pushing five years right now. And obviously, my wife is welcome to correct me if I'm wrong. But it does not <laughs> smell like butthole. Megan, verify this, please. <laughs> I'm promising you. I, would, I, am, I am comfortable in my own skin. And I will say it. I would say it on this podcast if it smelled smelled bad. I would throw it away if it smelled bad. Oh, As you man. should. Yeah. If I was unhygienic enough to the point where that chair didn't smell good, I'd throw it away and buy a new one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, like. That thread, though, cracked me up, bro. I'm like, you're How doing something wrong. Like, <laughs> you, like, fart that often or you got that swampy of a butt. It's not. Bro, it's not. Bro. Bro. It's, it's, it's sweat. It's someone, oh, it yeah. It's, it's sweating, not wearing pants, and oh. not properly cleaning yourself is what that was. Oh, wait, I don't like this no uh. more. <laughs> it's not a good conversation. <laughs> All right, let's anymore. resort back to you. Can you, you can tell somebody, like, you know one person by the smell of their farts? Like, yes. If you walked in a hallway, no one there, you'd be like, yep, that was that person. Well, I would want to say yes, but it's like, if he's around... I know. I know it's him. So we've narrowed it down to half the population. You probably could. I'd like to think I would. I bet you could. I'll put money on it. I'd put money on if they if they ripped it and then left and then you walked into that room, you could be like, they've been in here. Oh, where is he? They've been in here. They're around here somewhere. (laughs) I bet. He's running. You may not even recognize it, but you'd smell it. Like you wouldn't even recognize it was a fart. You'd just be like, They've been in here. Maybe. I don't know how I I feel about that though. I mean it's just like quick fire questions to brandon now that we've asked before are you a honker in traffic <laughs> mm. if you were no. stuck in a room with an evil 20 no we're not doing that again <laughs> i thought of that too we're not doing that again no we're not doing that one. honker uh i'm like a beep beep kind okay. of guy all right, right that's so you're at least two though you don't ever just beep no that's mean that's mean yeah, that, <laughs> the, i will, I will double, sign on that 
the you gotta be honk. like the beep beep. Yeah, that's just like a oh, it's the light's a... green. I know you're not paying attention. Hey, beep, beep. hey just All let right. you know, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can throw ones out if you think of them too. Best French fry and fast food. Mm, Chick Fil A. Oh, okay. Really? The old I'm waffle fries. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one, but that's I okay. Yeah. That's your opinion. Yeah. yeah. You got one, Christian? Actually, counter. Did, would you say Chick-fil-A before you got back into your faith? <laughs> <laughs> now it's blessed. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, um, let me think about it. Hold on. Whoa, uh, I have not get, been getting a lot of notifications uh, from the Discord. Uh, uh, Turning notifications on. They've been on. Obviously not. You didn't get them. <laughs> oh, that's weird. There's a lot of podcast topic ones Big that dummy. I missed. Anyway. Um, I had one, and then he started talking about his crap. Uh, what superpower are you choosing? Oh. Teleportation. But, see, I don't know. That would... Didn't you ask this in group last week? Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't here for his birthday. I would pause time. Oh. That's yep. an interesting one. I, I don't think are, I've are ever you using had... click remote? <laughs> <laughs> Press in pocket? Nope. <laughs> Nope, just in my own head. Would you be able to move around? What will be the point of pausing time? Well, that's why I, I was about to be around. like, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, I can move around. Nobody else can. That is interesting. Pausing time. That would be my. That would be my. Uh, that would be my. My superpower that I would pick. Would everybody know that they're paused? No. Okay. To them, yeah. it wouldn't feel like any time passed. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And I wouldn't age during that time. Everything's paused. Organically, everything's oh. paused. Yep. That would really change your life. Although, having any superpower would really I change mean, yeah, your life. I mean, yeah, of course. But, like, think of the things you could do, man. You could rob banks. I knew that's where we were that's going. First right thing off I the rip, bro. Maybe some money. I got one for Brad. I don't think we actually asked it. But we had a conversation as to why. But, um,. Do you have a, a relationship ick? Mm, chasing a ping pong ball, probably. <laughs> I love this story. What? Ever since you've explained it to me, I see it every time like a ping pong ball Dude, goes Dude, it's like when they go to chase it and they can't, they keep missing it. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, something about it is just like. I just don't. Like, there's been a couple times that like ping pong balls have gotten away from me. And I just follow it. I don't even try to pick it up until it stops moving. Yeah, it's when you're really trying and can't get yeah, it. I'm just no, I like, just don't. oh. I just let it go yeah. and follow it. And then once it stops moving, I pick it up. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not going to embarrass myself like that. Nope. Oh, so funny. Every time he's talked about it, it cracks me. Chasing a ping pong ball. Oh, dude. So, like, if you were dating somebody and you guys weren't all that serious and then you watched him, like, chase a ping pong ball, <laughs> would you break Peace. up with him? <laughs> Peace. So what? It, like, are you saying that they just don't like they shouldn't chase the ping pong ball? No, just do it cooler. <laughs> That's my style, bro. So are you saying like they should just do what I do and like just follow it? Yeah. All, I mean, all jokes aside, I'm not gonna end it over a ping, <laughs> ping pong ball. He's gonna think about but it. He's gonna be like, man, that was, that I'll was just pretty look, cringe. I'll just yeah. look the other way. Yeah, it's more cringe yeah. of like an ick. You're like, ah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not actually Everybody knows serious. I'm here with you. Yeah. No, yeah. you just did Now they're going to look at me and connect it to me. They're going to be like, really? With you're with them? her? Oh. <laughs> um, if you had to live off one restaurant's menu for the rest of your life. Not the Olive Garden on Stringtown Road in Grove City, Ohio. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> Definitely not the Olive Garden in Grove City, Ohio on Stringtown Road. I repeat. Not the Olive Garden in Grove City, Ohio on Stringtown Road with their shrimp and chicken carbonara on my first Father's Day. They gave me aggressive food poisoning. Definitely not that okay. menu. All right, Brandon, one restaurant's menu for the rest of your life. I don't know. That's a thinker. I don't have one off the road. I said Cheesecake Factory. I've never been there. What did I say? I don't remember what you said. I hear bad things about Cheesecake Factory. Oh, what? It's, they're um, they're satanic. Yeah, they're they're the Illuminati. Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. yep. Don't. Okay, you didn't bring this up when I brought it up last well, time. Of course I didn't. How? Why? 
have you seen all the designs and stuff on their like stuff? No, I look at the cheesecake. Well, you should probably look around more. Take what do you gander. think? What uh. do you think the cheesecake is there to distract you from, Brian? Satan. They're sacrificing your souls with oh. cheesecake. Oh. Frick. Okay, don't do this. Just letting you know. That look cheesecake it up. is so look it good. Up. How do you think they got the cheesecake that good? What are you rocking at the cheesecake Babies. factory, dude? I get a flatbread pizza often. They also serve How brunch. How often do you go to the cheesecake like factory? Like once a year. I was gonna say I was like I've been <laughs> there like twice in my whole life. Yeah, my mom loves it. It's for her birthday usually, and this year we went twice because my stepdad's 68. Gotcha. Okay. Um, All right. They also have brunch on the weekends, like chicken and waffles, French toast. Oh, so they yeah, got breakfast important. and a huge menu of dinner, lunch, along with a crap ton of cheesecake. And a bunch of borderline satanic symbols on their walls. Yeah, I can't believe you chose that, dude. I'm over that's you guys crazy. Right now. That is man. unbelievable. That's right. crazy. Anyways, I don't care about and your you're favorite marrying my sister. Much. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Brian condones people uh, sacrificing infants for you good cheesecake. First, I think we're jumping to I conclusions. I have a baby, Brian. I love your baby, even though she did not love me yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what her deal was. That was she was in a movie. She yesterday. was being a real baby. Yeah, she was. She was. <laughs> Uh, a real crybaby. <laughs> I don't remember any other questions off the top of my head. You have an irrational fear. Mm. Give me, this might sound dumb, but like give me an example of. So like mine was with my sunroof as soon as I got my car that a bird's going to poop on me. Oh. Hmm. And it got, it was really close a couple weeks ago, twice. So like something that probably won't. Probably happen. won't, but could. Mm. I'm really like, I'm just filling the listeners in. Christian, it just like jumped for his iPad and is aggressively writing on it. I don't ahead, like Brandon, this. Your and I fear? think I'm going to press pass. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Oh. Fill us in. <laughs> nah, what did I say mine was? I, I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember what you Why aren't you on. remembering everything about Bro, me? I didn't remember two of my own questions tonight. You want me to remember stuff about your life, too? <laughs> I struggle to remember my own. <laughs> Let's be real here. So I guess just to wrap it up, my last question. If anyone had advice, Brandon, getting back into their faith, getting serious about their faith, or following a strong call that is terrifying, what are some things that you would say to them? Find community. Mm. That is probably the only piece of advice I have because... That is the only thing that really saved me mm. was, but I also have like Courtney to thank for that because when you're in isolation and maybe the interest of church is there for somebody, it's super hard just to go when you don't have somebody pushing you or asking you. So I would challenge like us as Christians and people in the church to like constantly reach out to people and just, mm. even if you're posting about it, say, if this is interesting to you, Come with me because that's why I'm in my faith right now. And that was the start of it. So if you can find community, um, but if you can't and you're just hearing me talk, just find out more about it and get rooted in a church if you can. Um, much easier said than done. But oh, yeah. That's good, though. I mean, we've said it multiple times on this podcast. Like, if you, if you like what you hear here, hear, 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 hear. hear, hear, you, hear. hear. If you like what you hear here, yeah. and, you know, we, we go to X Church. Now Winchester, Ohio, we stream online. Yep. If you don't like what you hear here, don't come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not the pastors, so you might like what they say. But definitely, <laughs> definitely find a community, 100%. Find a church that you like because it's, it is, it's so important to have people. And it's so important to ground your faith in, in people. And ground your faith in Jesus first, but Amen. definitely have people around you that have that same vision because... Mm -hmm. It is so important to have people to pick you up when you fall. No doubt. Yeah. I echo it. Not to be just repetitive, but faith was important to me, and I viewed God It is like I knew who he was, and that's what I wanted to follow. But until I truly got invested into a community, a small group, it didn't get real. It's crazy. It's it so didn't. hard to explain until it and happens. It's not like that one person in that group was like just so influential, but it was something about being in community of 10 other people pushing to be as like Jesus as they can in that moment, fixing one, maybe two things at a time. It, it's inspirational. It's encouraging. 
And it's also like, bruh, why I can do this? Why yeah. am I not doing this? Yeah, I think it's just the biggest thing for me with it going through groups and just sitting in a circle and talking, even this, like even just sitting and talking, even when it, when it's Hunter instead of, instead of Brandon or like whatever, like just seeing somebody else going through the same thing as you yeah, and looking at it and being like, okay, it's not just me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like that confirmation that somebody else is going through the exact same thing that I'm going through. Somebody else is, is struggling through the exact same thing that I'm going through, but they're in the exact same church that I'm in. They're seeing the exact same sermons that I'm seeing. They're doing the exact same Bible study as me. Like having that confirmation that there's other people who don't have their crap together too is just so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It, <laughs> like, it really instantly <laughs> silences the enemy's number one lie is that it's you. Yeah. It's just you. You're the only one feeling this way. You should feel terrible about yourself. Yeah. Not true at all. Because when you realize that other people are feeling that way, then the common denominator goes away from being you and goes to being him. Stupid Satan. And then you're like, hey, wait a minute, buddy. Yeah. You're the bad guy. Yeah. That's so all I have. Square up, punk. Oh, we gonna fight? Pull that Draco. Blah. Bro, he's been on that Draco since he shot it. Blah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go again. I'm down. I need it back. I'm down. <laughs> Got that Draco kick. I'm down. <laughs> Let's get it done. I'm Chris down to go... Shooting whenever. You got anything, Christian? Praise God. I love it. <laughs> Makes you want to kick a fat kid in Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's all I had. Brandon, you have any closing? Anything to say? Mm, not off the dome-ski. All right. Right on. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. This was, I was a little nervous when Brian asked me at first. I said, I'll think about it. And then get back to you. Probably nothing to be nervous about. And the next morning, like, he was like, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the next morning. Yeah. It's just like having, I know I'm going to listen back to this and be like, I sound like that. I don't sound like that. Oh, I, I did like, it every time for the first like five episodes. Because I like, never Bro, why do voice. I sound like? No, actually, the first few times I did it was when you were streaming mm -hmm. and you would post a video later and I'd hear myself and I'm like, bruh, that's not what I sound like in my head. Why do I? No. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being the one streaming. Oh, Yeah. And then you analyze every single word yeah. you say. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do it now. Sometimes, like, it. I'll listen to the podcast back. I'm like, I should have said this. Oh, yeah. Or, like, bro, I, I, I could have said this. Oh, yeah. And it's like, or that. then it's just, bro, you sound stupid. Shut up. Why why'd you say that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know how many videos I've deleted? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been like, man, that's dumb. And I just delete it. But, no, it was, it was honestly fantastic having you. Like, just getting a little mm. bit more insight into what's going on and just hearing... Again, I mean, exactly what I said, just hearing that you went through, I mean, the exact same stuff that I went through. Like, it's just further confirmation. And I know that that's going to hit with somebody, hopefully, that's listening to this. I hope, yeah. yeah. And so, like, just a pleasure, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and this, was, this was fun. You're always welcome to be back on. We'll get a, you know, you come into town when you're out in Arizona, we'll get an update. Yeah, I'd love that. And that That'd would be, be sweet. That would yep. be fantastic, so. Maybe I'll have cameras running by then. Who yeah, knows? maybe we will. Everybody will see what Brandon looks like. Yeah, yeah. give me the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up from there. But thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. Head over to Instagram and follow. What is your rug tag? B Ski Studios. B S K I Studios. All one word. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. That's at. B-S-K-I Studios. Yes, sir. Also, Buy a rug, get a rug custom made. He can do some cool stuff. You're getting on the Instagram following people. Follow the Hooligan Hideout on Instagram. We're yes. pushing 50 followers as of right now. Yes. Brian runs the Instagram. And, uh, yeah, go follow it so that he has something to do. Yeah, because I'm bored over <laughs> and here. And reply to comments and whatnot. Um, <laughs> join the Discord. Follow the YouTube all that jazz. All of it. Facebook. Follow, follow on Spotify. The Facebook is dead. I don't think that's oh. probably ever going to catch on. All right, on. my Facebook. Never but mind. that's all right. <laughs> Cut that. Cut it out. That's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, do all that jazz. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the activity in Discord and whatnot. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and Carson. We will see y'all next week. We love you. Goodbye. So we hit the road, switching lanes over this game over. And we ride till he say over. Rap game, here's your makeover. Still three amigos when the day's over. Uh-huh.